This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 2, Episode 1, The Dragon's Den. Series 2! I know. You're in the hot seat now. I am. (laughs) So, yeah, let's jump right into it. Uh, Shadowrun. Yes. New season. New season, new system. And, um,. Everybody kind of knows now what Dungeons and Dragons is all about. It's all fantasy and dragons and dungeons. Um, mm-hmm. But what is Shadowrun? Are we running in the shadows? Um, so Shadowrun is a alternate future dystopian fantasy uh, cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords. Um, so... Uh, in the Shadowrun universe, in 2011, uh, magic came back to the world. At that point, in 2011, we had already reached a dystopian future a la Blade Runner or any kind of uh, uh, fifth element, something like that, um, except for no aliens. Uh, <laughs> so in 2011, magic returned to the world. People freaked out. Dragons came back. Some people started being born as elves and orcs and trolls and dwarves. Uh, and, uh, it was pretty chaotic for a little while. And, uh, now in the Shadowrun universe, uh, it is 2077. Uh, so the world's had a little bit of time to kind of figure out some of the secrets of like the magic coming back. Um, the idea is that magic ebbs and flows and the world goes through cycles before 2011, We were existing in the fifth world where magic was relatively light. And after 2011, the world reawakened in the sixth world, um, which is generally what the Shadowrun setting calls itself. So we as characters are going to be running around in the sixth world doing magic and carrying swords and stuff or magic swords, guns. Electronics. Okay. It is still dystopian future, so it is a perfect blend of sci-fi and uh, traditional fantasy elements. Okay. Um, it's really like Blade Runner and Dungeons and Dragons had a baby. Uh, oh, that's a weird baby. <laughs> the world is controlled by giant mega corporations that have basically, through various backdoor deals and stuff like that, uh, taken over the world effectively. Uh, so not at all. Not like at all like real life. No, now. no. Uh, <laughs> national governments are 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 willingly uh, at the beck and call of the corporations at this point. Corporations have their own extraterritoriality. Uh, if you're on their property, you are not subject to that nation's laws. You are subject to the corporation's laws, uh, stuff like that. And uh, with the world structured that way, things like corporate espionage and corporate subterfuge and has escalated to a point uh, where uh, there's a line of business called... Uh, Shadow running. It sounds familiar. Sounds almost like the title of the game. 
Uh, so in this game, uh, the players play as what are called shadow runners. Um, they are typically um, considered. Do they have a particular set of skills? They do. <laughs> um, uh, they're con- typically considered uh, deniable assets by the people who hire them. Um, so uh, corporations will hire them, or you know, not necessarily the big mega corporations. Pretty much anyone who needs a job done and doesn't want it traced back to them, they turn to the shadows and they hire shadow runners. Uh, the typical anatomy of uh, a job coming together is uh, someone needs a job done. That person is called a Johnson. That person puts out word in the shadows that they need this job done, and they start contacting people who are called fixers. And they, these are the people that know people. Uh, they know people who need jobs done, and they know people who can do the jobs. Uh, they are effectively a shadow runner's agent. Or handler? Or handler. Shadow runners then get a call from their fixer saying, got a job for you. And then they go meet up with the Johnson, get the details of the job, and then do it. And if they get caught, uh, the Johnson can always just say they don't know what's going on. That's the beauty of a shadow run. Um, The structure of a shadow run is a lot like a heist movie. Everyone has their own job to do. You have like the people, like the guy who's really good at fighting, and then you have the person who's really good at hacking, and then you have like the person who's really good at magic, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the person who's really good with people, that, that person's called the face. And within all of these uh, archetypes, some of them interact with the world in completely different ways than the others. Uh, so anyone who's working in what is colloquially called uh, meat space, um, they are subject to the laws of normal physics and gravity for the most part. I mean, there's magic. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it, uh, it, they, they interact with the world around them as you would normally expect. Um, then there's the matrix. Uh, almost every electronic device in this world is connected in some way wirelessly or wired and can be manipulated through those connections by someone who is uh, talented in that way. Um, you have what are called deckers. Uh, they're people who use basically a uh, tablet-sized uh, supercomputer to hack the world around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they interact with the Matrix um, sometimes in AR, which is augmented reality, and sometimes in VR, which is virtual reality. Um, what you have in Shadowrun a lot is people moving their consciousness out of their body into other places. So uh, a Decker may often uh, sit down in a chair and slump over apparently asleep as they send their consciousness into the Matrix to interact with it in virtual reality. Uh, on the other side of the coin, uh, you have mages who can uh, astrally project. Uh, layered over our own world is uh, the astral space. Mages can send their consciousness out of their body into astral space, or they can stay in their body and just kind of like blink their eyes and start seeing the astral space. Makes it a little harder for them to do stuff in meat space, but they can see stuff like spirits floating around that haven't like materialized in meat space yet, um, or magic spells that are being cast that are you know hard to perceive. So you can also have mages sometimes just sit down in a chair, slump over, and go zipping around in astral. And in astral, you like there's no laws of physics. You can float through buildings. You can you're basically a ghost. Um, uh, and as such, you can only interact with the with the meat world to a certain degree. Well, there's definitely something I've not experienced anywhere but Shadowrun, uh, and that is the sheer amount of dice that you roll. <laughs> um, I have so many day sixes that I've never had before. And the funny thing is I use them all. Yeah. 
Shadowrun revolves around uh, rolling a bunch of d6s in that um, you add uh, your appropriate skill and your appropriate attribute. That tells you how many d6s you're going to roll, plus or minus a whole bunch of uh, other modifiers. Um, and you roll that many d6s. However many of them come up five or higher are considered successes. Uh, and you need a certain amount of successes to achieve whatever you're attempting to do. Um, the only other thing that goes into that is that uh, if more than half of the D6s you roll come up one, you suffer what's called a glitch, which means something inconvenient happens to you, probably kind of funny. Um, that makes things a little more complicated. And if you roll a glitch, but you don't have any successes in the amount of dice that you just rolled, then you are you suffer what's called a critical glitch, in which case something catastrophically bad happens to you. <laughs> uh, but you can always mitigate that by, by using a, a resource available to everybody that is called Edge. We've mentioned it before, I think, in the post-game chatter uh, of Series 1, which is Edge is a stat that you can use to basically re-roll dice, uh, make a glitch not as bad, stuff like that. Um, it's supposed to be the, th it's the stat that uh, everyone has that can kind of... Uh, you know, get them out of a pinch, but they can only use it so many times each session. And once they're out of edge, when they roll bad, they roll bad and they don't get to change it. It's definitely a more complex system than D&D, &D, or at least the fifth edition of D&D, &D, mm -hmm. the, the current one. And usually I'm all for pen and paper, and that's how we play here uh, on the podcast. But um, I've actually found it's a lot easier if you're going to try and play Shadowrun at home to play on the computer, uh, either through Roll20 like we do, mm -hmm. or, or um, using Fantasy Grounds or something, um, just because there's, you know, a lot that you have to remember and how much does that weapon. And it's um, instead of just rolling two dice and saying, I hit for eight points or I miss, there's a lot more that goes into it, um, which makes it a really dynamic and interesting system. But at the same time, it is definitely got a much steeper learning curve than some of the other systems. Yeah. Anyone who's itching to get started at Shadowrun, there's tons and tons of online resources um, and in the interest of not talking at you for 30 more minutes simply about getting into Shadowrun and how to play it, I would direct you to Reddit. They have an amazing community for Shadowrun on Reddit. Uh, there's the subreddit that's just the Shadowrun subreddit. Great for tips, everything you need. Um, and then to get into games and kind of uh, you know test the waters of Shadowrun, definitely check out reddit slash r slash shadownet. Isn't that where you guys got started? Yeah. Well, we played a home game, um, but you know that game quickly dissolved to just Covert and I wanting to play, and we didn't have anyone else to play with, uh, and we found Shadownet. It's an amazing community. Um, everything happens in sort of a meta plot. Um, uh, Shadowrun lends itself to this. Uh, people will post in-character jobs, like a, or a Johnson with a job needing Shadowrunners, uh, and then... Uh, all of the players in that uh, subreddit will respond as their character in character uh, agreeing to go on the job. And then if they get picked, then uh, they sign into Roll20.net or uh, just Skype, depending on who's running the game, um, at the time designated, and they play a shadow run. They do like a little one-shot with that person. And every single one of those games... Uh, has the opportunity to inform the meta plot. So if you're on a Shadownet game and you go and blow up a skyscraper in the middle of downtown Seattle, like 
that skyscraper's not there in shadow net in the shadow net world anymore. The, it, the changes, the meta plot of the whole, uh, Reddit for everybody. Um, so everyone, it's this giant communal effort to this great, uh, story and an amazing way to get into shadow run and get a lot of games that work with your schedule. Uh, and don't let that, um, scare you away. Um, in case you're worried about affecting the meta plot because you don't know how to play, they're uh, really welcoming guys. And I think that um, you should give it a shot if you're intrigued. I've enjoyed it and I think it's gotten to be pretty interesting already. Yay. I'm really excited for everyone to hear. And also I'm excited to have been playing because I'll tell you what, uh, DMing is great, but playing is a uh, the, the true love. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's why we do what we do. <laughs> to get us moving forward towards the episode, uh, I just really want to quickly reintroduce the cast. Um, obviously, Addie here is going to be playing. Hi! Um, she is playing her <laughs> human decker, Mouse. Um, we have a gentleman whose name I mispronounced in an earlier episode, Roman Milan, not Roman Milan. Roman Mylan uh, <laughs> is going to be playing Kashmir, who is a human mage. And then there's Daniel Barron, who is going to be playing Bumbles, the elf dryad variant, uh, Rigger. A rigger is someone who is really good with vehicles and automated drones. And finally, we got Ryan Covert, who is playing his orc variant of an Oni, which is basically a red devil, uh, <laughs> named Boomer. And all of our character art for season two actually came out last night. So mm -hmm. uh, go and check it out on our social media. We've got it up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as our website. And uh, make sure to follow us as well. Shout out to Lillian Dermeyer for all of her great character artwork. We love working with her. She's amazing. You should go check her out, LillianDermeyer.com. Commission some artwork from her. She's amazing. I know her last name's kind of hard to spell. You can find it on our website in, at the bottom of our gallery. Go check that out. Speaking of our online presence, we've uh, gotten a few more developments. Uh, Patreon! <laughs> We are on Patreon now. We had a few people reach out to us and ask how they could support us other than by listening every week, which we totally love and appreciate. We love you. And we did a bit of research and decided that um, having a Patreon page was um, the best way to uh, give you guys the opportunity to get some cool swag and also support us at the same time. And uh, you guys should go check it out and see if you are interested in uh, being one of our patrons. Patreon.com slash Essential NPCs. Uh, so with that, Mr. GM. Hello. <laughs> oh, now I know how that feels. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's get going with our new character introductions. Series 2, Episode 1, The Dragon's Den. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Mouse. I'd tell you all about me, except I don't remember it. The first thing I can remember is waking up in Doc's clinic a year and a half ago. Doc's a big scary looking troll, but he saved me from dying that night and took me in. Really, he's a big softy. I mean, he's not soft, but he's nice. And since he took me in, he's kind of felt like my dad. If I had a dad, which I don't, I don't think. But I do have a little sister, Sierra, and that's where things get complicated. 
I didn't even know she existed until Doc brought her to the clinic. He told me that a man died to save her from wherever she was and that we had to hide her away. It cost a lot of money that I didn't have and I'm pretty sure that Doc called in a lot of favors to make her safe. I've always owed Doc for making me a part of his family, but now I owe him a lot more. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay him back until recently. That's when I found out about the Matrix. And I just get it. It's so fun to go in and fly around and break the rules. And apparently, that's what makes a good Decker. And I'm a really good Decker. So now I've got a way to pay Doc back for saving me and Sierra by shadow running. He isn't too happy about it, but he would never tell me what I can't do. And even though I'm bad at telling what people are thinking or feeling, I like to think that sometimes when I come back from a successful run, he's proud of me. I was born Edwin Corver, a dryad, but you can call me by my street name, Bumbles. I spent much of my life in England evading the ire of my father. I earned it first for mum's death and childbirth, which to this day, I contend is much more his fault than mine. When I turned 18, he put me to work in his factory, so he could both keep an eye on and berate me. Unfortunately for him, my attempts to upgrade the assembly line resulted in a large explosion, completely wrecking the factory. I decided to flee to the countryside where I ended up at a small university. There I made the friends I never had as a child, but presenting myself as a fellow student got out of hand and I ended up unofficially attending university for the next three years. That is until another experiment of mine went awry and I accidentally detonated the entire chemistry department. Knowing this would draw the attention of my father, I quickly left the country. My expeditious retreat put me in debt, however, and I was put to work as a shadow runner to pay it off. Turns out, I'm quite the talented rigger, and folks now pay me to blow things up. I'm meeting interesting people, making friends, and acquiring more money than I could have ever dreamed of. I got my own car. I was even able to soup it up a bit. My only regret is that I didn't come to Seattle sooner. Oh, um, hi. My name is Sora Matasara, uh, but on the streets I go by Kashmir. Uh, I'm a 20-year-old human living in the Bellevue neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, I grew up in Japan, tutored in magic at the insistence of my... my father, uh, a higher-up at Mitsuhama Computer Technologies. Uh, it wasn't the best time in my childhood. Between my mother leaving us and uh, the rigorous magical tutoring provided by my father's company, as well as well, my father in general, at least I always had my spirits. Um, I didn't get to have any real metahuman friends growing up, but my spirits were all the friends I needed. Eventually, I wanted to take my magic and my spirits and, and test them on the streets, but my very first run went very horribly wrong, and I had to leave Japan. But now I'm here in Seattle, uh, going on runs, doing karaoke with my spirits, uh, just living the life. Oh, and why Kashmir? Uh, well, it gets quite chilly at night, and apparently I'm the only person in the shadows who recognizes the value of a good cardigan. <laughs> Their loss. Hoi, chummers. 
They call me Boomer. Not sure if it's because I'm an Aussie or if it has something to do with my work. Nah. Anyway, my job's to either shoot Drek, chop it up, or break into it. You'd be surprised how stealthy a big red Oni can be. Now, I've gone and pissed off the Vori, my former employers, so I've been keeping a low profile. A Yakuza boss I hate to kill, Yama, is now my best friend and fixer. Long story there, mate. He's been keeping me busy, finding me work, keeping the Vori off my back. Thanks, mate. I may be on the run, but I enjoy getting to be my own man. So, it's time to raise some hell and geek some hoops. Look out, Seattle. It's Boomer time! Alright, so it is a kind of drizzly day in Seattle, so almost a good day. Uh, <laughs> you're all uh, doing your respective uh, daily business uh, when you receive a call from your respective fixers. Um, let's start with Boomer. What what are you doing today, Boomer? Um, well, it's a relatively nice day, but it doesn't matter because a new game just came out, so he's probably playing that. <laughs> so you're playing a uh, Matrix game? Call of Honor. Call of Honor. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Boomer, the uh, what six foot seven, tall, muscular, scary looking, tattooed out, uh, red oni. Is sitting in his uh, his apartment playing a twelve year old, yelling a twelve year old, yeah, yeah. 12-year-old, yeah. Um, with actual guns like sitting next to him, <laughs> <laughs> uh, calling him all sorts of nasty names. Boomer, uh, your your comlink uh, starts ringing, and you see it is Yama, your fixer. He's he's still in the middle of a round, so like he looks at the notification, takes his hand away from the controls, and. Oi, what's up, mate? Boomer, I have a job for you. Uh huh. You sound oh, frag what? off. Are you are you all right? Did something happen? Uh, I, uh, anyway, what's uh, what's the job? It's uh for someone who doesn't typically work the shadows. Um, a wealthy individual who's in need of uh, some work done discreetly, and uh, you seem uh, fit for the job. If you accept, she'll send a car your way. Yeah, what time? Now. Uh, within like uh, two minutes. I'm not sure where she's sending the car from. Are you too busy to do this job, Boomer? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, you get my stuff together. I look at my weapons and pack all ready to go. I'm, I'm guessing the car will arrive within the hour. Oh, oh, perfect. <laughs> Be safe out there, Boomer. Yeah, as well, do best. And uh, he hangs up. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Boom! Headshot! <laughs> uh, Bumbles. Hello? Yes? <laughs> uh, what are you doing uh, in your daily day? Uh, all right, so... It's getting near, like, probably near sunset. All right, so I have been attempting to uh, enhance my stove. It has not gone well. I've moved on. I'm trying to install a fold-out bed in my couch. <laughs> I cannot get uh, the rockets to deploy correctly. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, it's a fun problem, but it has been taking a bit of time. 
Yeah, you've you've already uh, incurred three noise complaint violence or uh, violations uh, through the course of the day. This is common. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, you're sitting there uh, mid tinker, and uh, your comlink lights up uh, with the ID on the number saying Estelle. I uh, I answer it, but continue tinkering. I think I've almost got it. Bumbles, baby! How you doing? Hello, Estelle. How are you? I'm doing grand, darling. Look, I got you a job. Uh, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> what is it? It's, it's, it's for... Basically, this person's loaded, right? And sure. she's paying a premium. It's gonna be great. Um, I don't have any more details besides that. Okay. She doesn't usually... Uh, uh, I've never really worked with her before. Uh, I, no one I've talked to has worked with her before, but, I mean, she's on the up and up. She's pretty much a straight-laced, uh, suit. Um, I, I'm guessing she's just in a pinch and has decided to turn to the shadows to solve her problems. All right. And that's where you come in, baby! Yes, um, I mean, I will accept the job, although I think in the future, Estelle, we should talk about the lack of detail you're providing when... Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that sometime. I'll have her send her a car. It's going to pick you up in about an hour. Your team should your team should be uh, either in there or you'll go and pick them up. It's going to round all you guys up and take you somewhere. I don't know where she's taking you, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Estelle, this is getting a bit more ominous the more you talk. <laughs> oh, you're going to do great, darling. Just don't forget your drones. They love those drones. Uh, Click. Do I have to take her car? <laughs> All right. I guess, you know, I, I I get the drones together. The gang's all here. Um I I tell Spot uh not this time, unfortunately. <laughs> um and I wait. Just kind of looking at the couch. <laughs> all right, uh Kashmir. Yes. What are you what are you doing in your uh, in your day as uh, as dinner time approaches? I'm um hmm. Well, I'm probably reading anime. <laughs> so you're sitting there uh, thumbing through the latest uh, Mech Warrior 19 and uh, you know, you've read this one already, but it's got some cool explosions and really really interesting art choices. Yes, it's the one where they get another Mech Warrior. <laughs> And um, your uh, your comm link lights up um, with the caller ID uh, unknown. <laughs> um. It, yes. Hello. Cashmere. <sighs> oh, Mister Hurst. Yes. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Oh, just wonderful. It's a little dreary outside, but uh, it's a. Uh, I'm having a good day. Well. You're about to have a better day. I got you a job. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is for a, uh, a corporate Johnson. Uh, um, she's new to uh, the whole shadow running business, but she knew how to seek me out. And apparently she's lost her son and she wants him back. Oh, well, that's so nice. Uh, may I ask what, what corp? That's for her to disclose if she sees fit. Uh... Okay, well, I mean, sure. All right. I'll have her send a car your way. Collect your things. Oh, fantastic. I'm, um, I'll be, I'll be ready to go. I'm sure you will. Thanks. And you have a wonderful day, Mr. Hurst. Likewise. 
Click. <laughs> um, all right, Mouse. Uh, you're sitting in Doc's clinic, I assume. Yep. Um, what, what do you? What have you been up to today? Uh, well, today I um, decided that all of the trays for all the med- medical supplies are in the wrong order. And so I decided to rearrange them in order of size because obviously that's the easiest way for them to be found quickly. I mean, it's weird to have all different kinds on different trays. So I think that you should just have all of the knives all together because you're going to need at least all of them, right? So I did that. And then now I'm going to make dinner because um, Doc is not really great at remembering to eat, even though he's a troll, which is weird, but that's okay. So, and your com link rings, <laughs> <laughs> or I guess your deck technically. Yeah. Hello. Who is it here? I'll just check. <laughs> oh, Freya. Hi. Hey, Miles. How's it going? Pretty good. I was just about to make dinner. Are you coming over? Because I can make extra. It would be fine. No, honey. I, I got you a job. Oh, Cool. Are you uh, free this evening? This job's pretty much happening right now. Um, oh, well, I was going to make dinner. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, you have about an hour. The, uh, the Johnson's going to send you uh, a car. Um, I've heard of this lady before. She's never really worked the shadows, but uh, she works for some uh, double A corp, uh, and apparently she has a problem that only runners can handle. Okay. So you're in? Was, should I not be? I thought you wanted to give me a no, job. I, I just, thought that's what I was your... waiting for the con- confirmation. I'll send the car. That, uh, I'll let the Johnson know to send the car to your address. Okay. I'm assuming you're at Doc's clinic. Yep. All right. It'll be there soon. Okay. I'll tell Doc. Tell Doc what? Oh, Freya got... Oh. Um, I'm going out... The, there's... There's... Um, I made dinner. Well, I'm making dinner, and then I'm going out. Where are you going out to? Away. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Mouse. Well, I don't really know. So Freya called, and she needs some help. You're you're going on a run. You're coming off of a cold, Mouse. You you haven't even taken your medication yet today. (laughs) But it tastes bad. I don't like it. (laughs) (sighs) Come here. Okay. And he uh, he takes a little spoonful of like cold medicine, oh, I don't want it. and uh, and <laughs> spoon feeds you some uh, some cold medicine. Oh, I know, ugh. you know, I can do some research and find some better tasting stuff that we could probably. I'm sure the Matrix has something in there. Here, let me. Check I don't need it. any of that frou frou grape flavored cough medicine. This stuff works just fine. It will do the trick. Huh. All right. You got all your stuff together. You're wearing the armor. I will be. Is your auto injector fully uh, stocked? <laughs> it will be. <laughs> well, come on. If you're going to go be a runner, be a runner, but do it smart. And he helps you get set up. And right. ready. <laughs> he double checks the auto injector to make sure that it's, uh, it's functioning properly and right. that the meds haven't expired. All right. And uh, uh, he sends you off with like a little lunch bag. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in my pack. No. And he grabs your shoulder. Be safe out there. I will. I always am. All right. And uh, he takes it. He, his hand lingers for a second longer than it probably should. And then he lets go and is like, oh, go ahead. Get. I'll, uh, I'll be here when you get back. Okay. Don't forget <laughs> to eat dinner. 
Right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he presses a button in his AR display and the microwave clicks on. <laughs> and then I go and wait at the window for the car. <laughs> <laughs> Which pulls up. Uh, so, uh, Boomer, the car got to you first. All right. Um, so you're, uh, you get the little like AR, like from an, uh, untraceable number that just says like here. And, uh, you go down and it is a nice, uh, limousine. Um, very, very fancy and, uh, driverless. Um, as you, uh, come up to it, uh, the back door opens itself and do you climb in or? I kind of look in. You see no driver. See all the room. <laughs> Place all my gear in there and uh, kick back and relax and look for the mini bar. There is one. Uh, I, uh, I look around. What's in there? Um, various spirits, actual liquor. Um, and uh, there is a nice tray with a couple beers in it. Well, they wouldn't be professional to get hammered before the job. So he just takes a beer. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so you live in Tacoma, right? Yes. Where are you at, Kashmir? Uh, I'm in Bellevue at the Aspiration Oaks apartment oh, complex. Per- and, and so the other three party members all live in Bellevue. <laughs> um, um, Bellevue? But I'm not in Bellevue. Uh, represent? Right, you're in Redmond. Yeah, so uh, the car is going to pick up Mouse next. Okay. Um, Boomer, you're in this really, really fancy limo, uh, and it keeps driving. It drives uh, out of Tacoma, uh, through Auburn, and into Redmond. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's just following grid guide. It's you know following traffic laws and everything. And it gets to it gets to uh, uh, it starts entering Redmond, and you notice you're drawing a lot of attention. <laughs> I think I'm just going to slump down a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Which doesn't do much because I'm huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely some gangers are like, you know, looking your way. Uh, uh, I stare at them back. Yeah. Oh, you roll down the, the tinted window and like <laughs> give them the mean mug? Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, you do, like they're all looking and then they, you do that. Like and as soon as like they see you, they're like, oh, oh never mind. <laughs> and decide like uh, maybe maybe this isn't obviously something's going down. Um, so you mean mug your way all the way through Redmond until uh, <laughs> uh, until the um, uh, until the limo stops and a uh, small human uh, girl um, with very bright blue uh, hair, uh, short cropped, asymmetrical, um, and a Obviously chromed out cybernetic arm uh, on her right arm, uh, which seems a little misfit for her body. Um, not like insanely so. It's not like, you know, lanky or weird. It's just like it's more bulky than the rest of her. The rest of her is pretty slight of frame. Um, and uh, she uh, comes running out of a not so great looking building and... Uh, comes up to the limo, which opens the door for her, and she hops in. Hi. Hello. Name's Boomer. I'm Mouse. Oh, pleasure to meet you, Mouse. You're so, uh, huge. we're co-workers today. <laughs> today? You mean tonight? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, that. Okay. Uh, let me let me move some of my stuff. <laughs> Thanks. I can't really fit. Can you just scooch over a little bit? Uh, yeah. he's he's like 
crammed up against the window. <laughs> Hugging well, a bunch uh, of guns. <laughs> I can move some of my stuff. I'll just I'll just climb through up towards the front. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like climb over. Like, oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, oh, it's such a nice limo and she just... Scuff marks everywhere. I oh. don't get scuff marks everywhere. <laughs> um, I noticed. There's scuff marks everywhere. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you, uh, you climb up and sit in the front seat uh, with um, you, no driver. Um, no steering wheel either. It's, it's right. purely automated. Can I plug into it? You can plug in. You can't. Doesn't it like a rigger interface, and you don't really have. Uh, no, I don't want to drive it. I just want to see what where we're going. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could plug your your, your data connector into uh, uh, into basically the like the GPS system. Yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Um, so you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is definitely um, protected. Uh, you'd have to hack it to get any information from it. Do you know where we're going? I don't know. <laughs> Job. Okay, I'll find out. <laughs> All right, so you're going to hack it? Yeah. Wait, uh, I, I pass out. Are you fragging hacking? <laughs> oh, <laughs> crikey. Uh, go ahead and roll that. Um, you're going just for one mark? That's really all you need yeah, to I'm get Yeah, I'm just going to go for one mark. Um, Kreflin appears, yeah. my little badger so friend. So you, you pop into the Matrix, <laughs> and you're, uh, you are uh, a, a mouse yep. in the Matrix with a silver arm. Mm-hmm. Um it's a four leg. Yeah. Sorry, a silver four leg. <laughs> um, you have a uh, blue feather earring in one ear. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're, you, uh, you know, appear and you're in like the standard like matrix um, world. Mm-hmm. Um, black grid um, with uh, little like lights surrounding you for the different devices that are around you uh, and floating up ahead are the hosts of all the different megacorps. Mm-hmm. Uh, right in front of you is the icon for the uh, the GPS, which you are plugged into. Sure. So uh, then next to you appears uh, your little badger friend who circles around you and sits right next to you. Yep. Um, and uh, I, I pat his head. I'm like, give me a hand. And uh, Kreflin does that. Oh, I'm running silent. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, lass. What are we doing in a limo? <laughs> Jeez. Oh no. Four. Uh, you get a mark. Where are we going? Uh, it has several waypoints. Two of which, well, actually, the three remaining waypoints. Uh, you see where you came from, uh, which was Tacoma. Right. It went from Tacoma to Redmond and picked you up, okay. and is now heading to Bellevue. Um, and there's three waypoints in Bellevue. Okay. Um, so it, uh, fast approaches the next waypoint and picks up Kashmir on the southern end of, uh, Bellevue. Um, so Kashmir, you get the little, uh, notification saying, Oh, it's here. Um, wonderful. Uh, I walk out. Cool. Uh, nice fancy limo door opens for you. Oh goodness. Oh, is this the new Cadillac stretch? Um, oh, hello. Um, I'm Kashmir. Boomer. Mouse. Uh, oh, up there. Uh, hello, are you driving? Mouse. No, she just hacked into the Johnson's limo. Oh, no well, big fun. deal. Um, oh, is this the new model that has that? And he like fiddles around with some buttons in the back. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and like a light show starts. Yeah, playing. yeah. And uh, and a screen comes down and like starts like playing like the news and some nice music starts playing <laughs> and like the air conditioning gets like set to like uh, the perfect temperature. 
And oh, oh yes, there we go. Now, isn't this fun? <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. mate, look at these. Now I push the button and the mini bar opens up. Oh, also, also that. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have much need for it now. I mean, shh, maybe shh, later. Shh, shh. Pick your poison, mate. <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer no poison. No poison's my choice, just for now. Just for now, I think no poison. Whiskey it is. <laughs> you go on it ahead. I assume we'll be. Oh, I'm sticking with soon. beer. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, well, that's lovely to hear. Did you pour it already? Yeah. I'll take it. Oh, you, the hacker will have some whiskey. This is... Mouse. My name is Mouse. Mouse. It's good to meet you, Mouse. And enjoy your whiskey. Yeah. And hey, you know. I have a sip. Never know what can happen. Cheers. Exactly. Cheers. Clink. <laughs> uh, the whiskey is very nice. This is really nice. <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. Is it real? It, yeah. It's... it's High top shelf, uh, better than the whiskey that you've uh, that you've tried at uh, uh, Doc's place, and mm. uh, the limo doesn't take too much more time before it gets to the sec- uh, the next waypoint um, where uh, it picks up Bumbles. All right. Um, first question: Is there room for all the drones inside the limousine? No. All right. Do uh, I need to move some of my stuff? So I, I open the door up. And I look in. Hello, I'm and, Bumbles. Uh, oh, h- hello, I'm There's a Kashmir. whiskey glass in your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, one moment. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, I... I'll take I, it. <laughs> oh, no, will you? Oh, okay. I, I turn around and I, I, uh, I reconsider uh, Spot. <laughs> and I, I tell Spot, you know, come, come pick up the boys, Spot. And, uh, you know, just follow along a little bit behind. Uh, so, uh, Spot comes out of the, uh, out of the, uh, parking garage of your building. Um, cause you're in a nice, like high rise. I live on the top floor. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he goes and like stops like an inch away from the limo and like kind of like reverses and then pulls up to you, like almost to nudge you. Like I'll give him a little pat on the hood. <laughs> I was like, good what boy. What do we see? Uh, this is a gigantic car. Um, it is a huge black, technically a Rover 2072. It is a Rover 2072. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, basically imagine a Hummer, like the biggest Hummer you've seen (laughs) that it's like this big, uh, black shiny, uh, with like kind of weird framing around it um it's been reinforced yeah <laughs> um it looks it looks heavily modified and um do you do you have like some drones with you and you're oh yeah i would have yeah they, they were up in the apartment are, with you okay they uh they fly into their little docks on spot yeah so uh he has like all these uh th- there's parts of the frame that seem to be missing until uh uh bumbles drones uh fill the spots um, on like the sides and the top and the like front, uh, all of his drones. He's got uh, three roto drones. That three, is correct. Three roto drones that goes like and like dock inside of a uh, spot, and then a little uh, um, noisekeeto. The fly spire flies into uh, my breast pocket. Okay. Oh mate, what you got packing on those? Uh, guns. <laughs> well, well, no drag. Um, I. Uh, I 
I tell Red Leader through my brain link with him to just keep an eye on Spot. <laughs> uh, of course, Bumbles. Thank you. All right, so let me get this straight. <laughs> Got Mouse, Cashmere, and Bubbles. Bumbles. But Bub, oh. It just sort of stuck. Yep. And uh, so, so Cashmere is sitting there uh, next to um, Boomer. He is a tall, lanky, slight of frame uh, human of uh, Japanese descent wearing um, a blue cashmere cardigan and uh, a button-up, a nice button-up with a well-knotted tie um, and some very comfortable-looking loafers. Um, And uh, slung over his back is a katana, Um, a very, very nice-looking katana. Uh, And then uh, Bumbles is getting into the car. Uh, He is also... Relatively tall. Uh, A little over six foot. He's an elf. Um, uh, He's not just an elf, though. He is a beautiful elf. He is a dryad. Uh, And uh, he has um, the silver hair that's just, like, perfectly coiffed and uh, silver eyes. And uh, you all remark at his his seemingly unnatural glow of beauty. (laughs) Oh, goodness me. Oh, well, it is nice to meet another professional. Right, sure, and I uh, climb up through the front into uh, the front of the car. <laughs> into the you're, what would be the driver's seat? Yes. You're saying, mate. Uh, and right. he's, uh, he's also wearing, you notice he, he is wearing a nice suit, um, but it's covered in grease stains. Like, there's, there's like, immistakable, like... Lots of hydraulic. Yeah, fluid. yeah, like, fluid stains and stuff on his, uh, on his really nice, expensive suit. Um, <laughs> And, Scuffed uh, up limos, dirty suits. <laughs> oh, quick random question. I had to leave my suit behind. <laughs> Are we still running on gas in the 2070s? A little bit of that and a little bit of other stuff, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, my, you must not get very many miles to the gallon in that. <laughs> I don't worry about it much, you know. You just sort of stop by a gas station, ask them for gas, and they usually sort of just give it to me. <laughs> sure. Right. Um, you get into the driver's seat of the limo. It has no manual controls. Right. Um, it also doesn't have a rigor interface. It's purely, uh, autonomous. All right. Uh, well, hello there, love. Hi. Uh, your hair is quite blue. Yes. All right. And, um, (laughs) is there any way for me to sort of open up the dashboard? Uh, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> All right. What are you attempting to do? I don't think do? you should do that. I mean, uh, I already we're, we've only got one more stop. It's really close. I just want to take a peek, you know, sort of see oh, what's going great. on. What's happening up there? I don't. <laughs> Nothing. I guess. I guess oh. it's hack the Johnson's limo day. <laughs> I must have missed the memo. It's. It's. He's I not hacking well. it. He wants to take it apart. I just want to sort oh, of that's see what's even going better. On. I just want to look. You well, know? you are looking. Uh, so roll automotive mechanic. <laughs> Oh, don't do this, mate. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, re- I really think... Oh, no. <clears throat> uh, that is three. Uh, three successes? Yeah, you uh, you managed to, like, unscrew the little screws. You have the right tools with you. And you Always. Yeah, and you just kind of, like, uh, unscrew and pop open the dashboard. You see all the wirings and stuff. Where do you keep your tools? He has a pack. Just it's a slung, slung around a yeah. man. I was hoping it was like a belt. <laughs> <laughs> anything, anything particularly interesting in there? Uh, I mean, it's a nice car. It's got uh, a top of the line like navigational systems, and uh, um, you know all the all the components you see seem like you know expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and necessary to the use of the limo. <laughs> uh, well, a sigh, you know, just a, oh, all right. And I, I, put, I put the cover back on. <laughs> but I do make note of everything in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, something else to note. I have a rather large pistol on my hip. Yes. <laughs> the limo drives for a little bit longer, um, goes into the really nice area of uh, Bellevue. And um, pulls in uh, to basically like the equivalent of a parking garage in this area, which is more like um, it's just a dock that it drives into and then the door shuts behind and there's like no room for you guys to even get out. And then the floor beneath the car goes and you start lowering down uh, to a sub level and uh, it opens up and... um, drives uh, a little bit uh, past a bunch of other limos and nice, like, really nice cars uh, um, and uh, pulls up and parks in its appropriate spot and uh, the doors open. All right, I get out. Well, uh, look at all these. Oh, my goodness. We are certainly somewhere. Yeah, these are nice, I suppose. I'll be out in a second. And I put my pistol and sling my shotgun under my coat um as you guys are just getting out of the uh limo you hear this way this way quick quick before someone sees you and, i uh, hurry because i'm very noticeable <laughs> uh um down down the lane a little ways um nearby uh some like uh, uh, stairs um is uh, uh a very nicely dressed um woman uh, she's wearing uh, a business dress, <laughs> um, and she's got uh, uh, high heels on and uh, a top of the line, um, like fashionable purse, and uh, Birkin bag. Yeah, a Birkin bag, <laughs> and she and she's uh, and she's got really nice jewelry on, and she's like, quick, 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 hurry! I'm Ready? sorry, you said this woman was human. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sort of hunched over, running. Awkwardly, um, <laughs> as I assume I'm supposed to. It doesn't look good. Um, yeah, she, she basically holds the door open for all of you guys to get into the stairwell. Uh, as soon as the last one of you is through, she slams the door shut. Um, and uh, a little maglec on it switches from green to red. And she stuffs a key card in her, uh, in her jacket. She goes, all right, no one ever uses the stairs, so we should be clear from here. Right, why would you? Good plan. Exactly. Good exercise, but what do I know? Oh, um, hello. I'm Kashmir. And I shake her hand. Uh, to shake her hand. She, she takes her hand and shakes it, and she goes, uh, I'm, I'm Helen. Um, we're going to go down to the sub-level. I've, uh, I've arranged for one of the mechanics to uh, clear my key card for, um, for the boiler room. That's where we're going to have the, the meat. Yeah. So let's go down that way. A boiler room. All right. I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. No poking around. We got a job to do. Of course. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. And you can poke around, okay? Uh, she leads you guys down uh, several flights of stairs and down like kind of a, a, a less d- like fancy hallway. Obviously, no one of any um, financial note comes down here. <laughs> and uh, she uh, taps her key card uh, to the uh, maglock leading to the boiler room. Door opens up. And uh, she leads you guys in there. And uh, there's like she's some fold-out chairs for you guys to sit in. And she sits in one of them. Nice to meet you, ma'am. I apologize. I'm not uh, dressed for a meeting. 
Uh, it, it's it's all right. I didn't expect um, anyone to be coming in. And she looks at uh, Bumbles and Cashmere. Uh, fine clothing. Um, but uh, what do I know? Um, so I'm <laughs> Helen LeBlanc. She gestures to the seats. Please take take a seat. Take a seat. Well, I sit and it looks funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're a bit large for this chair. <laughs> it creaks ominously. <laughs> I sit and cross my legs and I look I look proper. So, I've turned to the, you lot for a uh, a job that requires a certain bit of discretion. My son has gone missing and uh he is the definition of a problem child and I need to find him. Uh, you see, I work for a subsidiary of Horizon Entertainment, and um, they do evaluations all the time based on essentially popularity. Um, it's a it's a very uh, personality heavy environment. Um, those who are able to befriend more people uh, are able to advance, and uh, I've done well so far. And my Son, Victor, has been a thorn in my side the whole time. Now, he's gone running off on another one of his stick-it-to-the-man, fuck-you-mom tirades, and uh, he's done so right before uh, I'm up for a very, very big promotion. And uh, if word of this gets out, that my son, uh, that I don't have my family life in order, um... They're, I'm going to lose the promotion, and I, I can't let my son do that to me. Oh, so you need us to find your son in order to advance your career? Yes. Oh, wonderful. This concept is quite foreign to me, I'll be honest. It's, it's just how we advance uh, where I work. And, sure. And I need you to find him before he does something that can jeopardize my career and everything I've worked for. Oh, I understand pretty well. So I just, I don't mean to sound rash. I just want to be very clear. You do want him back? Yes. Right. <laughs> Good to know. That's why I'm hiring you guys. I, I Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons you hire people like us to find people, and about half of them don't want those people back. I, I just, you know... I, I do uh, want him back, uh, preferably without anyone knowing he was gone um, and without it tying back to me, whoever you have to, whoever he's shacked up with, whatever hooligans he's cavorting out there with. I, I don't want them to know that that was my son. And Boomer also gives him a sideways glare, like sideways glare, like, <laughs> where are you? Hey, shut up. <laughs> also, also, I've... My expression has gone from cordial to very cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cashmere seems stiff. <laughs> and a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a vein throbbing in his neck a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Um, I don't know where he's gone to. I know he usually goes up to Touristville, um, even though I tell him not to. And... Uh, Likes to go a little past it, if he can, into Redmond. Uh, that's where I would look first. Um, he likes the fact that Redmond is squalor and gangs and drugs galore. He seems to thrive in that environment. Honestly, if I didn't have the, the blood work, I wouldn't think he was my son. 
So that's where you guys come in. I need you to uh, find him and bring him back. A few, my, my review for promotion is in a few days. So it's a short timetable. Well, what's the pay? Rumor smiles. <laughs> right, right. We get paid for these things, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer, boomer smile slowly fades as he looks at you. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of do this for fun. No, that's fair. It is pretty fun. Right, I know. You meet all the most interesting people. <laughs> uh, the pay, the pay is twelve uh, k a head. Oh well, I understand um, that this is your first time in the shadows, so. I wouldn't want to hurt your reputation amongst uh, runners by uh, having you labelled as a low baller. Plus, uh, if you will be getting a promotion, especially at a corp like Horizon, um, I know you'll be able to drop a few more on this job uh, for the pay that'll be coming uh, well over that soon. Go ahead and roll negotiation. It's four hits. Well, I don't necessarily intend to be working with shadow runners again no offense to your profession but it's not it's it's usually not a good sign if you have to turn to shadow runners in my business um of course but the higher you go up the ladder the more times things get a little sticky i just and she kind of like sighs and goes i just need him back we know that's why we deserve more i can i kind of you know Flasher, a smile, you know, the, the winning Bumble's grin. <laughs> um, she look, she like looks confused and like taken aback for a second, and then like is like, well, I don't hate it. <laughs> um, um, but but she goes, I, I suppose I could up the pay to thirteen k ahead, and I can give you, I can right now leaving now, I could give you two k uh, in advance. I suppose that. Can have we have the limousine? Yes. No, that's a rental. Hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, what about tickets to your next show? To my next show? Well, to to a movie. Do you want tickets to a movie? It's just a small thing to throw in, a little incentive. Go ahead and roll negotiation <laughs> <laughs> at a plus two because you've caught her completely off guard. <laughs> What, if I don't have to pay for a movie, I'm not going to. Oh, that's a free date right there. <laughs> right, mate? Oh, yes, a date. We got a couple days, right? Yeah. You know what? I want those damn tickets. <laughs> you're going to burn a, you're going to use a point of edge? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> one, one. She goes, no, I, with 2000 in advance, you could buy a lot of movie tickets. I'm not going to just throw in extra movie tickets. Oh, it's so hard to get a pre-screening. You know how long you have to wait in line for one of those? We don't have to wait in line. It's fine. um, The 15,000 will be quite fine. We can find your son. It wasn't 15. It was was 13. It was 13. 13 total. 13. Two of which comes now. Yes. So 15,000, yes? No. You're not the best at math. Okay, okay. (laughs) Look, mate. No. It's 13,000. Right. All right. What's 13 <laughs> minus mm-hmm. two. Minus. So you get 11,000 at oh, the end of the job. Are you. I is assumed this... it was 13,000 and then an additional two now. No. As would be more oh, traditional. No. Please go find my son and stop wasting my time. Yes, we're going to go find your son. <laughs> All right. 
Hang my head in shame. So how are you going to be good at negotiating when you're not good at numbers? <laughs> That's why we're a team. I think we can... <laughs> has, he, has he gone away before? Has he run away before? Uh, never to this extent. Uh, we got in a fight um, last... Well, yesterday. Uh, Over what? None of your business. I think that's personal. Well, I mean, anything that can help us find your son, right? I just, it, it might help us if we, um, if we know sort of what he likes to do, if this has happened before, if he's like gone away and then comes back, he's, if he's gotten you into trouble before, things like that. He's unfortunately very good at hiding what he does when he sneaks out. Uh, I know that he's gone to Tourisville and circled the bars around there um, and then goes to the more unsavory neighborhoods nearby there uh, to talk to gangers and live his life of, of vulgar treats. Does he have like a, what is, she, what is it called? The computer or whatever? Comlink? Yeah. D- did he leave that behind or do you have the number for that? Or um, is there something maybe he left in his room? He lives with you? He left his comm link in his room. He left his com- can, um Would it be possible that maybe I could look into it, see if it gives me any information? Yeah, I could have, I could have someone bring it down. Um, it's really hot in here. Do you think that they could like bring it down to where we first came in this room? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you could wait at the base of the stairs, I suppose. Yes. I don't want them to see you, though. But, but how will they find us if I'm going if to go meet them up, up well, If you don't want the them stairwell. to see us, how would they see... How would they, what? Yes, I have his comm link. <laughs> uh-huh. I can have it brought down. Okay. Uh, you'll just have to wait here. Okay. Don't leave this room. I don't want anyone to see you guys here. Now, <clears throat> what's his home life like? Uh, what exactly are you... Well, what's a typical day look like? Uh, he mouths off to me and does nothing with his time. And then when he gets the chance, he runs away and makes my life miserable. I think the comm link will help us a lot. I'll be able to ping a lot of stuff of where he goes and things like that. Um, and you said a few days. So does that mean three? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Three days. Yes. Okay. I like specificity helps. Oh, um, uh, my apologies. Yes. Uh, three, three days. Three um, days. Uh, my it's f- this Friday. Okay. My I'm up for promotion. I go into work at nine a.m. and uh, my meeting. Does he is have at to 10. come with you? No, but he needs to be accounted for, preferably before that. Okay. Because there are other people jockeying for this position, and they will use my son's delinquency against me. Yes, the corporate type tend to use everything they can. It's it's harsh, yes. Oh, I know. You think the shadow running world's tough? Ugh. Just find my son. I'll, I already sent a message. My, my, uh, my man is on his way down with his comm link. Um, I'll go meet him. Give me one moment. And she leaves the barrel room, and you hear it lock behind her. All right, mate. <clears throat> a little bit later, we're going to have to have a talk about professionalism. <laughs> um... Are there any cameras in here? Is there any electronics in here? There's, I mean, yeah, there's, there's some like electronic like terminals and stuff for like monitoring the, the systems. Um, there's no cameras, not in the boiler room. Okay. Well, that would make sense. 
Yeah. Because it's hot. Can I can I uh, can I plug into one of the terminals and see if I can get into the building? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you what, you can definitely. Mouse? You can what do you think you're it. doing? Well, she doesn't want us to see his room, but if we see his room, then it might, like, what if he has, like, a poster of, like, a music band he really likes, and then we would know stuff. See if you can find any dirt on her. Uh, on what? All right. See if you can find any dirt on her. On her? But she's paying us. I know. Any Anything that can, maybe any enemies she has that maybe her All son. Right. Well, I'm just going to search. <laughs> Right. First, you have to get a mark to enter the host. Right. While Mouse is uh, hacking, I'd just like to, you know, take take a quick loop around the room, see if there's anything non-vital, <laughs> useful. Uh, roll industrial mechanics. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven. To get a mark? Yeah. Yeah, you get a mark. <clears throat> right. uh, so uh, are you dropping into VR to do so? Are you doing it in AR? I guess I'll drop in. Okay. So Mouse sits down with her back against the terminal she's plugged into and uh, uh, goes into VR. Um, Bumbles. One. You look around. Um, it's it's somewhat similar to the um, to the it factory. It looks very important. Yeah, it's it's similar to like the <laughs> factory boiler room that you're you're familiar with back mm-hmm. home. Um, but, uh, uh, you don't see any, anything that necessarily, it's like, it's different. It's a different brand. And so like, you're just more looking at like what's different and starting right, to get distracted. on the right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you're like, you're like, oh, th- so this is how it works. So now you're like, you've, you've been distracted from looking for things to, to pinch and more just like studying this mechanism and being like, oh, that's really interesting that they did it that way. And now I know how to construct a boiler. <laughs> Um, while she's uh, knocked out, I'm going to uh, s- stay in my chair and project into astral. Sure. Um, y- you do that. and uh, I look around. You're, there's no ward or anything around. You're just in a, in a room. You see, the, uh, you see the, uh, the auras of your teammates. I'm going to um, go out the door into the stairwell and sort of keep watch so that I'll know when she's nearing so I can come and I can make sure that Mouse is free of suspicion. Sure. It's it's five. You got five for your matrix search? Yeah. So it doesn't take you uh, too long to uh, realize that you're in the um, basement level of a high-rise um, that uh, this person lives on, uh, that the LeBlanc family lives on. And you start searching through and you find out where their apartment is pretty quickly because it's like you see it on the, the shipping on the register. Yeah. On the shipping register, um, for any packages being sent there. Um, so you zip into, into that, uh, area and, um, with one mark, you can't, uh, access the cameras. You would need another mark to access the cameras, but you do see that, uh, there are a couple cameras, um, in their, uh, in their apartment, okay. um, like security cameras for, oh, I guess I'll try like for another mark. Then. Sure. All right. So, uh, Boomer. Yeah. You seem you seem rather handy with a gun. I'd say so. Yeah. So I've got um, five. I've got an Ares Alpha on each of my rotor drones. Um, I find it it's fine, you know. But yeah, you can't go wrong with an Alpha. Sure. I'm wondering if I could go writer. <laughs> 
Well, mate, we'll just do some shopping after we get paid, huh? Sounds good to me. Mouse, uh, yeah, you get your second mark. Okay. And uh, you have access to the cameras now. So you, you pop it up. There's a, a one in the in the hallway, uh, one in the kitchen looking out at a balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's one um, in, a, in the balcony outside of when you look through the window, you see uh, it's probably this kid's room because it looks like a angsty teenager's room. Right. Um, but uh, there's no camera in his uh, in his room proper. There's just the camera outside. But I can like see into it. You can actually there? turn it. You know, it, it does. It can be controlled. <laughs> so you you turn it and you can make it point in straight through the window. You can't see the worm the room. You can't see the room perfectly. But uh, yeah, you you can kind of see it decently through the window. It's a little you know it's still a little drizzly and stuff. So it's not a perfect image. Okay. Um, Is there anything of note? You have to roll a perception test, not a matrix perception test, a real person perception test. Oh, gosh, you... I don't even know how to do that. My giant pool of six. <laughs> <laughs> I see everything. I see three. I have three hits. Pretty good. What are you, what are you looking for? Uh, clues. Clues. Um, pretty <laughs> much like if there's, I don't know, a matchbook with a thing of Taurus. <laughs> You know, just or like a gang note. insignia, or like, <laughs> like if he has a sketch pad, like what's on the top of the sketch pad? You know, like yeah. wherever a teenager would doodle. I don't yeah. know. So, so it's a bit messy. <laughs> um, I've never seen a teenager's room before, so I'm like fascinated altogether. <laughs> uh, it's a bit messy. Um, it does have like posters of various uh, goblin rock bands uh, on the. Um, I know on the them wall. and memorize them. Yeah. Um, it seems more or less just like strewn about crap. Um, his closet's open. Uh, you notice that uh, the closet is actually pretty empty. There's a lot of empty hangers. Um, and some of the drawers of his dresser are open, and they also seem pretty sparse. Okay. Um, but beyond that, you don't really get any further detail. Um, okay. You would see his comm link if the... Uh, if the butler hadn't already picked it up. Sure. Um, and then are there any in the, in the hallway, are there any like family photos or anything? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you click over into the, the like, um, yeah, there is one family photo. Okay. <laughs> um, and it is, uh, the mother, the father and the son. Um, though it's looks older. Uh, she's young. In that picture, younger than she is now. She's not really old. She's like maybe like 40 something mm. uh, tops, like probably late 30s. Um, in this picture, she looks like she's in her mid 20s. Okay. Um, and the son looks relatively young, um, okay. like maybe eight or nine years old. I screen cap it. Yeah. And you, and then there's the father there too. Okay. Yeah. Right. Is there anything else? Is she there? What's she doing? Uh, she's not there. Okay. No one, no one else is in the, is okay. in the apartment. I pop out. I guess. Okay. Um, you pop out uh, just about when you do. Uh, Ping. You, um, Cashmere, you see, uh, you see uh, an aura coming back uh, towards you from the stairwell. I uh, pop back into my body. Okay. Um, you uh, turn and, yeah. yeah. They're, they're coming. Are we good? Are, we, are you good? Mm-hmm. What, did you find anything? Uh, some stuff. 
and the door opens. Um, in walks uh, Helen, and um, she holds out the comm link to you, Mouse. Thanks. Um, she goes, I, I don't know what else I could do to help you. I, I'm assuming, uh, from what I've heard from Shadowrunners, uh, they get the job done. And uh, I heard from your respective fixers that you can be relied upon. That is correct. You have heard correct. I think we, I think we got it from here, ma'am. All right. Uh, here's a number that you can reach me. And she hands you, uh, uh, well, she sends an AR display of uh, her contact info. And um, call me as soon as you have him. Uh, and I'll arrange for him to be picked up. Sure. Um, the money... Oh, yes, of course. I, I have that. And she reaches into her purse and pulls out uh, well She pulls out a, a platinum cred stick and uh, uh, touches it to each of your, your comm links and sends you each 2K. Good call, mate. <laughs> right. Thank you. Um, will the car be taking us back or? Uh, I can have the limo drop you off somewhere if, if need be. Yes. Okay. Uh, just so... Just so you didn't want anybody to see us. Right. Uh, it's clear upstairs right now. I would actually prefer that you left uh, now. Okay. All right. <clears throat> we'll uh, head on our way then and find your son. Thanks. And she uh, guides you up the stairs and uh, lets you go to the limo on your own. She continues up the stairs um, and the limo pops open and you guys climb in and a mm -hmm. uh, little AR display comes up uh asking where you guys want to go. Right, let's just, you know, pop around the block and uh, we'll get in a more suitable vehicle for going to Redmond. Okay, I tell it to go, like, <laughs> three blocks down and take a left. Okay, it does. Uh, and waiting there is Spot, uh, the gigantic <laughs> SUV. Um, oh, have you told us about um, what you found in, during this time? Did you ask? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, I would have just said, like, it looks like he took his things or he sold all of his stuff or it's all in the laundry. <laughs> Truly a myriad of possibilities. <laughs> um, so do you know ex <clears throat> around about where the apartment is in the building? Mm, no. Like, like yes. you know, like floor and like apartment number i suppose well yeah i mean it's in the building register i already have that okay um yeah. I'm, i might go astral i don't know what that means but okay um are you he does magic are we stopped by the way are we like we haven't driven anywhere yet uh, yeah there's there's loading up uh <laughs> uh different stuff into uh spot so yeah um want some help with that please don't move the car i'll be back soon why can't i move it um it's just, it could be bad. And then I, I, like, pass out again, like you've seen before, and apparently did not react to the first time. Well, you know, lots of folks just sort of conk out and do shit. So, you know. This is the future. Um, all right, I didn't know he was magic, that's odd. Uh, you go zipping into Astral? Yeah, and I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to find out their apartment. You uh you zip on up. Um, you know roughly what floor it is because of the uh, the information Mouse gave you. So you kind of like feel that out, mm -hmm. and um, you 
go in. Uh, there's there's no mana ward, so you just kind of float in. Great. Uh, um, do I see any like auras around? Not at the moment, no. Cool. Um, well, I'm going to just go and um, investigate the mother's room. Okay. Um, so you kind of are floating around. It's it's a little hard to navigate because um, everything is just kind of like grayscale, you know, blobs of technology and non-magical stuff. There's a couple plants that like have a little bit of glow to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you zip around and you think you're in what seems to be the, the like master bedroom. Cool. Um, oh, I can't see anything in astral can i well no you can manifest oh, yeah. uh you don't you're unable to interact with the world around you but you can see the world around you and it can see you it basically you like show up like a ghost hmm. oh would i show up on cameras i sort of poke your body <laughs> just like i know you do it um, in the matrix but it's weird here <laughs> hey do you ever want to mess with them you just move their body a little short distance Freaks them out because they can't because they can't wake back up until their spirit comes back to their body. <laughs> the cameras won't pick you up. Te- technology doesn't pick you up. Only living things can pick you up. Awesome. And so, I, I don't. I'm just gonna make a quick round around the apartment to see if there's any. Still no. Still no one in the apartment. No. Cool. Can I hear? Yeah, you can. You can hear, talk, all that stuff. It's like yeah. being there as a ghost. Cool. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna manifest uh, in her room. I'll okay. Sort of like look around. Cool. Uh, you focus a little bit and then open your eyes and you see the physical plane. Um, it is a nice master bedroom with a four post bed, giant, like bigger than king sized, um, uh, and um, a really nice wardrobe with its own personal bathroom. Uh, what are you looking for in particular? Um, well, first, uh, are there men's clothes in here or is it just women's? Uh, so you go over and uh, kind of poke your astral head through, uh, <laughs> through the like closed, uh, door. Um, it's dark, but, um, it's not like a perfectly closed wardrobe. Um, so you can, uh, you can look in there and there's also a walk-in closet you float into, um, and you don't see any men's clothes, only women's clothes. Um, I'm going to sort of poke around the closet because that's where people keep the stuff that they don't want people to see. Okay. Uh, Roll a perception test for me. Is that a med bay in the back? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, that's so cool. It's quite convenient. Oh, whiz. I like it. Can that be my seat? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Got two. Two hits on your perception test. Um, You look around. You see lots of really nice clothing, lots of uh, brand name, uh, uh, like designer. all of them seem tailored uh, expertly. Beyond that, not too much of note. Just lots of really, really nice clothes. No men's clothes whatsoever. Um, and that's it. Um, how about under the bed? Uh, you poke your head under the bed. Uh, there is a strong box under the bed. Um, but you, there's no... You can't interact with it. So... <laughs> Go into the strong yeah, box. Can I not? I mean, you can, can poke your head into the strong box, but it's but it's, it's pitch black. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you hear movement in the apartment now um, uh, as Helen gets I back. And I'm out of there. <laughs> you uh, zip back down. Uh, back Boomer, did you move her? Did you move his body? No, no, no. Okay. 
I'm trying to make friends <sighs> first. You. It's too early for that. <laughs> yeah, so you zip in, your body's right where you left it, and uh, you wake up. Well, um, I didn't find much, but... Well, it's a start. Yes. Well, we'll technically, if you didn't find much, then it isn't a start because it doesn't tell us anything more. Well, let's see. What? So you, what did what did you find again? All right. So we're going to be all technical, huh? <laughs> did, did, you, did you tell us about the posters, by the way, in your description of the stuff? Yeah, she told you about Yeah, everything. I would have told you everything. Um, can you look up and see if any of them are playing soon? Uh, sure. Let me Google that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll a matrix search for that because you need like one hit to like be able to find time. Buy that. Yeah. <laughs> actively. You could probably Google it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you search really quickly uh, all those bands. You do see that uh, one of the bands uh, was playing at a club called the Dragon's Den, um, uh, just a little bit into Redmond off of Touristville. Was or uh, is? La- they were last night. Last night. Ah, well. Let's I mean, go there. Yeah. Wait, do we have a picture of the kid? I have a picture of the kid from when he was younger. Yeah, well, this might be helpful to sort of, uh, you could get into the cameras from last night. Is that a thing you can do? Probably. Yeah, yeah just take a look around, you know. I mean, we have to go there. Yeah, no, that's, I All assume right, that well, part of it. I'll tell Spot to uh, drive to the Dragon's Den. And then I kind of look back at Mouse on the med bay and I tell her, you know, just make sure you're strapped in. It tends to tilt when the gun comes up. <laughs> what? Nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my, my so can I this? ping her and ask for a current photo? Yeah, you send a, a message to uh, Helen and a few seconds pass and... Uh, uh, actually, more than a few seconds. It actually takes her a little while to find a picture, and then she finally sends you a picture. Um, and yeah, you get like basically like his high school picture. Right. <laughs> oh, I, Kashmir is not having a good time with this woman. <laughs> um, oh, can I? So, if like, comp, if she can like unlock a com link, I can just like scroll through it like a user would. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Can I actually see the com link, please? Well, I haven't unlocked it yet, but sure, you can look at it here. And I looked it up for you to look at. Can you please unlock it and then hand it to me? Okay. So I guess I will. Oh, but I can't do it as an owner, right? So I have to, like, just hack it. Yeah, you have to hack it. Um, it's, it's a, like, rating three comlink. Like, so you can buy enough hits to get marks on it. Cool. With, with Krethlin helping you out. <laughs> All right. Krethlin helps me out. Um... It doesn't have any like extreme security on it. It's just a uh, yeah. So uh, you get you get all three marks. Uh, it just takes you a little bit. You're just like click 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 done. Right. <laughs> Does he have any like cool text messages? <laughs> uh, that you would have to roll a matrix search for. Oh, uh, I just handed that's him. That's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to look at. Yeah, <clears throat> I know you just couldn't just like look. I mean, you can scroll text. through it. Yeah, it's yeah. but it's still. Uh, I guess it's not so much a matrix search. It's. Go ahead and roll a perception test since you're not like you're not using algorithms and, and crap. You're like just scrolling through. Uh, it's going to take you some time though as you're looking through all of his messages and stuff. Yeah, I'm specifically looking. Uh, oh yeah, you know what? I'll look for all messages. Yeah. But then, but then also I take some recent time messages. With his, yeah, with messages with his mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're looking for messages with his mother? Well, both. Okay. Recent, like the last few recent ones. Mm-hmm. Like of the like a couple of days before he left, and then also 
all that I can read of him and his mother. Sure. And maybe any contacts that he might have gone off with. That's three hits. Uh, so the recent messages all seem on the up and up. Uh, it's a lot of like messages with um, people like at his uh, at his high school, um, and uh, nothing. Any juicy gossip? Yeah, there's some juicy gossip in there. Like, Ooh. oh my god, I can't believe Jessica did this to Brian that was such no. bullshit. Oh God, Jessica, no, please. Not, not <laughs> Brian's such 20. a good guy. What were you thinking, Jessica? He's such a gentle soul. Right? <laughs> um, but uh yeah, you don't you don't and see in anything. Jim Jessica? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but yeah, you're 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 scrolling through. Uh it doesn't seem like there's anything necessarily shady about any of these messages. Uh most of the messages that you see are actually um like uh group projects and stuff like that like you know group group messages from people all working on the same project in yeah, in the school and stuff. not a lot of familiar texts you see like two messages like you have to scroll all the way back to his like text history to find like two messages from uh his mother and it's like make sure to remember to pick up your suit from the dry cleaning for this gala event and stuff like that <laughs> okay uh mouse would you be able to Search through his messages for anything about um, the band that's playing. Sure, I do. Matrix search. <laughs> or like search history, that sort of thing. Ticket purchase, emails, confirmation email. <laughs> Five. Uh, you do a thorough uh, scrubbing of this uh, comlink. It's uh, it's matrix history, um, all the different messages going in and out, you see no traces of anything to do with anything that has to, like, in, in Touristville, Redmond, anything like that. I don't think this is the comlink that he uses for, like, his real life. Which makes sense, which is why he left it. Um, it's a good call. Here, Bumbles. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did you give him the comlink? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty worthless. Can I? You can dismantle it? it for electronic parts. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what are you? Oh, boy. Huh. I thought we were done. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> oh, goodness. so remember how I was going to talk about professionalism. I can put it back We don't ask about if you personal want. history. We don't dismantle things that belong to the Johnson. <laughs> yes. Need... Well, no, this, this belongs to the boy, right? There's, there's a <laughs> we don't dismantle things that belong to the Johnson or the family. Well, the boys have to express permission. Right, I suppose I could. Do, Next time, after I, this job, we're going to go shopping together? for some suits. <laughs> I could put it back together if you like. Yes, we're giving it back to the Johnson. Yes, fine. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I will put it back together. Minus any non-vital components that I can find useful. <laughs> whatever she doesn't, whatever she can't notice. That's, that's yeah. Fine. You take like a couple. Uh, you like you take like a couple like things of RAM. Like so, the thing has a little bit slower like computing processes now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, We're all gonna get nice suits or dress. Wait, why are we dressing? Why do up? I need it? Because we gotta look professional at the meetings. I look. Fine. You don't have any pride in your work. The meetings. <laughs> I oh. rather enjoy oh, all meetings. of my work and take great pride in doing the work. And you gotta dress like it. Well, I, I sort of did, didn't what? I? Yeah. The only reason I didn't is because, uh, well, long story short, 
I got just about everything I own with me. <laughs> All right. That was surprisingly sad very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a long story. I think it sounds convenient. Now yeah, entering Touristville. <laughs> is, is it Touristville? Yeah. Like a tourist? Yeah, yeah. What goes on in Touristville? Uh, so Touristville is right on the like border between Bellevue and uh, Redmond. Um, it's got a great nightlife, um, lots of like clubs and restaurants. It's, it's, it's what it sounds like. It's like the touristy place to go cool. um, because it's like Bellevue is the nicer part of, of the Seattle Metroplex and Redmond is the shitty part of the, Seat- uh, the Seattle Metroplex. So if you go to Touristville, you can experience it all. <laughs> and there's plenty of places that like act like they're Redmond mm. and then you get to actual Redmond <laughs> where like, you know, there's a couple like bars on like the Redmond side of Touristville that like are acting like they're really seedy <laughs> and like try to have that like dive bar feel. So they can be like, oh yeah, I went to an authentic Seattle bar. Uh, and, and it's actually like, if you go like three more blocks, then you're in like the actual scary part of Redmond where you get shot. <laughs> okay. Um, but the security, like the, the security rating of this place is, is decent enough because, mm. um, it has to be. Uh, so there's, you know, night errant patrols and stuff. So uh, you pull up, uh, you go um, into, you pass through Touristville into actual Redmond. Um, and uh, you, you don't, I mean, you, it doesn't take too long before you get to the, uh, the Dragon's Den Club. Are we near my safe house? No, no, right. not necessarily. I mean, like, relatively, yes. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but not. Because like, your safe house is in Redmond? It is. Beneath Redmond. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's like deep in Redmond. Sure. Um you're you're right on the border between the nice area and so Redmond. It's really so. deep in Redmond. You're only, but we're not in real Redmond. No. Well you are. You went a few blocks into like actual scary part of Redmond. But oh, okay. Well then I'm bringing out <laughs> He's like, Oh cool, I can pull out guns now. <laughs> See me pull out a katana and my assault rifle, so I now have four weapons on me. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you, you go a little bit into Redmond, uh, no one, uh, people seem to admire the car, but no one wants to fuck with the car. So, you know, you don't have any problems there. That's the idea. Um, and you, uh, you end up outside the Dragon's Den, which is just now opening for business. There's a line. How does one hack into a club? (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Okay. Um, so are you guys going to, um, like go in and ask stuff or do you just want me, you just want me to search for stuff? Oh, I don't. It probably wouldn't hurt if they went in and looked around. I don't particularly like outside. (laughs) So if I could avoid that, that would be wonderful. We can go in and ask, ask around. I put my hands on their shoulders. Mates, I'm going to be right out here. Right, it doesn't if really anything have anything goes down, I'll be right there. You should you can come in if you'd like. In fact it might be good. It's not really the danger so much as the physical exertion of <laughs> walking around. Well, you got a really nice parking spot, so I think you're okay. It looks like it's only I don't know, mm, like a hundred and fifty feet to the door. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you want me to frag and carry it. It's, come All on. All right. Well, I'll let you guys do that. I'll work from here. Um, I'll watch you guys on the cameras. It'll be fine. Oh, great. All right, mouse. Okay, clunk. <laughs> oh, ping us fragging. Well, you can still talk to her. You can still talk to me. Oh. A little a little um, mouse me avatar pops up in your AR. 
Oh, oh. just ping us if oh, you find anything you. from last night or see him or something. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Mouse, can you get them on the VIP list? Oh, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> see, mate, you well, got an in. I mean, okay, so it is usually quite search. fun. I mean, it's all right. You don't have to do a perception test. The host is not running silent. It's it's actually um you can get into it normally. Uh, there's a matrix oh, like okay. chat room and stuff. And yeah, I yeah. just go in. Okay. So you can you can enter it in. And it's a, it invites a mark to you. What's it look like? You enter in. Um, it is a giant dragon horde. Uh, think Hobbit, uh, like smog. There's actually a dragon flying around up top, um, and there's a uh, there's um, just some light music playing right now, just like some goblin rock playing. And uh, uh, currently, no band is performing, but like yeah, there's play speakers, you know, music playing through the speakers. But uh, yeah, the host. There's no speakers. You just hear music coming from like the walls, and uh, there's plenty of people. Some people are actually in uh, like their avatars have been reskinned to like have medieval attire. Um, it's pretty much like at a certain point, this Matrix host becomes uh, medieval times. Oh my gosh, I look like Reba Cheap. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah, like there's like there's like a jousting lane and all this other stuff, and like and like uh, a melee area, and people are like fucking murdering each other like brutally, and then standing back up as their avatars heal up the wounds, and they're like, oh, good round, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's basically how the host for the dragons okay, is set. I uh, pop out my rapier out of my arm, chink, uh-huh. and I catch it, what? and then I put it in a belt in the in, in a the scabbard, scabbard on the belt. On yeah. the belt. Okay. Okay. Can I be alongside her in AR? I want to go fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you can enter the host if you want. Yeah, as you're walking up, you could uh, enter the host in AR and see like kind of a window into this world. Well, I'm going to hang out with her in the car since she's kind of conked out and wearing the Barons. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, so just bumble unless, and unless I think in? it's like super secure, and then I can go in as like their bodyguard. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I just I would... don't want someone to try to break in and. Uh, yeah, so it's just uh, Cashmere and um, Bumbles going into the club and, yeah, Boomer and, and Mouse sitting outside. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, I was going to try to convince Boomer to come with, because um, he's big. <laughs> do I, can I bring my rifle? Do I, do I think I could bring my rifle inside since <laughs> this is in the Barrens, or do they have, like, a disarming policy? Or they have, the, it's clearly on the uh, Dragon's Den website. No, no weapons allowed on the premises. Fragant thought this is America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no weapons? Oh, well, okay. And All I right. Just, I sort of casually toss my gun into the back seat. <laughs> oh, mate. No, you don't just... Uh. And uh, I... The safety was... Oh no! Now the safety is on. <laughs> I uh, I casually toss my pistol as well, and then uh, when Boomer reacts, oh, don't worry, there's no bullets in it. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! <laughs> You'd be I, surprised how I effective it is. I set my rifle down and shh, it's okay. I'll be back. <laughs> and I set my shotgun down next to her. See, now neither of you will be lonely. <laughs> Um, Take and, my sword off. Yeah. There oh, the go. swords too. All right. Oh, no. Keeping my pistol on me. I'm gonna. Can I? Is, there's no inconspicuous. No, way there's no inconspicuous way to hide your. No, under <laughs> your cardigan. cardigan. No. <laughs> uh, so you all leave your weapons in the car. Those of you that are going in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm meanwhile, so line. so they're leaving me in the. Yeah. In the car. Okay. Uh, I tell Spot to keep her safe. <laughs> 
keep keep Max safe. <laughs> Good boy. And then I tell Red Leader, keep an eye on Spock. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> back and Thank say, you, all right, we'll be back soon. Don't worry Thank about you. anything. Oh, oh, Mouse, stay out of missed? trouble. And I close it. <laughs> um, so as soon as they leave, I find an inconspicuous place for my omnidirectional microphone and camera mm-hmm. and my motion sensor. Okay. And t- t- put them up wherever they go. In the car. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Zonk into VR. Yeah. Like, cause I was in AR before. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, Poof. so now you are fully submerged in the, uh, in the host of the dragon's den. Sure. Um, what did you want to do as they're walking in slow motion towards the oh, right. front? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, um, try to get a mark on the host. An additional mark on the host. Oh, I already you have, have one. Oh, because they invited a mark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because they need two to look at their, their data, right? Their past data. Uh, you can do a matrix search and see what you can find there. Most okay. of it's probably going to be like encrypted. Quick question. We can still communicate yeah. with Mouse while she's in yeah. v- uh, VR. We just, it's like all over the AR. Yeah. Over, like, There's it's like a your, little window that you have that's of a mouse with a blue earring. And cool. uh, I assumed uh, that uh, as per normal Shadowrun uh, protocol, you all set up a direct neural interface with each other. Yep, sure. So you can think right each other. Ooh. It's basically like you think, and it sends a text message to the team. Yeah. So it's really handy. Uh, four. Four? Four. So you uh, you zip around uh, in your little mouse body, uh, passing up all the little, like, you know, displays that, like, pop up and are like, you know, two new yen for jousting, five new yen for an hour in the melee pit, you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, you know, and then there's, uh, you know, ticket options and all this other stuff, uh, ordering your drink ahead of time and then going to the bar. Um, and then you uh, you find, like, the kind of area where there's basically two uh, dragonoid, uh, dragon humanoids mm-hmm. uh, standing guard in front of a big, like, vault door. Um, and, uh, you know, you just see them staying there and you assume that's where they actually keep the, uh, the data, the data. Yeah. Mouse, <clears throat> do you think you could look to see, um, the database of who all had tickets for the show last night? Yes. So you would need a second mark to gain access yeah. to those things. So I'm going to run silent. Sure. Oh, so you're just going to yeah. kind of disappear. Yeah. Go stealth. Yeah. Sure. Uh, roll a hide action for me just to, just to set that up. Not like they had marks on you or anything, but you were visible a second ago. All right, so we're going to go in, scan the place. Yep. Um, and I know you have reservations about drinking, but at least walk around with one. <laughs> uh, two. So you... And uh, uh, as you uh, use your hide action in your uh, deck, you disappear from sight for the people in the... Um, uh, in the host, they don't see you anymore, but in your perspective, uh, grass shoots up around you, tall grass, so only your feather and, like, ears poke up above it. And everywhere you move, the grass follows you around. And uh, and Kreflin is in there, like, hopping around <laughs> as well. Every once in a while, you oh. see him just kind of hop up out of the grass <laughs> and keep going. Okay, so I will try for another mark. Okay. It's four. Four? Four. Uh, yeah, you're fine. Okay. Uh... I sneak past the uh, dragonoids. Yep. Uh, Just some grass. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem to notice you as you kind of uh, 
uh, crack open the uh, uh, the giant vault doors enough to squeeze through mm-hmm. um, in true mouse fashion. You know, as if your head fits, the rest of your body fits. So <laughs> you just kind of, and then uh, uh, and then Kreflin seems to shrink down to enough size to slip through with you. Right. And the grass follows through the door as if the door is not there. Right. Uh, and then the door shuts behind you. Um, and yeah, there's there's um, uh, basically large gems lining uh, a bunch of different shells, and they're the different files and stuff. Okay. Um, and there is a uh, dragon-looking humanoid, um, just kind of like doing stuff, <laughs> just like messing with some of the crystals. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, um, is there like, <clears throat> are any of the crystals uh, security footage? <laughs> Uh, roll or ticket history. Uh, yeah. So, so roll a, a matrix search for me to to bring that stuff up. Sure. Mm, four. Four hits. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, you whoosh, bring up the uh, ticket sales for um, the last uh, for the, the uh, free fall phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Concert last night. Uh, you guys get to the door. Um, oh shit! And, I meant to put their names and on the, the bouncer table. goes back to the line. <laughs> and I, then I, I remember what I was supposed to be doing, <laughs> and I'd like to uh, edit that file, please. All right, you had to roll another matrix search to find the VIP list. Yeah. And uh, I, I say, are you sure? And he looks you up and down and goes. Wait, 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 no, wait. No, no, this is happening while you're doing it. Um, no. he, he looks, he looks you up and down and goes, yeah. I'm sure. <clears throat> Back of the line. Uh, oh, just hold on a second. Me. Stop pushing it. I guess I'm gonna. <laughs> just one second. I'm about to sneeze. Just hold on while I'm about to sneeze, and then I'll tell you the thing I'm going to say. <laughs> this this exchange uh, is going to happen no matter uh, what. <laughs> you can roll your dice, but it's not going to stop this exchange oh, from happening. It's happening in the time it takes you to do what you're doing right now. It was four hits. You got four hits. Yeah, uh, yeah you bring up the uh, the VIP list. Sure. Um, he, and so, yeah, he's told you guys to go to the back of the line. And I, I say to him, do you know who I am? <laughs> no, I don't. Should I care? Do you know who he is? You should, should absolutely he care. care. Um, have you ever seen a trid in your life? Ever? <laughs> um, he kind of looks you up and down and goes, I don't recognize you. If I don't recognize you and you're not on the list, back of the line. And I, I very quickly send a, a message to Mouse and I ask her what name she put on the list. Uh, I'm editing the file. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, six hits. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> I am Steven Seagal. <laughs> Boomer, a Boomer at, is a little taken aback and like looks at him real quick. Take a look at that list again, my friend, and I think you'll see I'm on it. I, I also go ask Mouse what name she put for me. You're just a guess. He it's has what plus Steven Seagal two. plus two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes to, to look. First of all, roll con, uh, and you guys can assist him. <laughs> it's probably better if I don't. <laughs> yeah, that is five. Uh, what metatypes? Uh, five for me as well. Okay, you get three extra dice. Uh, so that brings me to six, which is my limit. 
Six successes. Um, and Boomer, you asked the meta type of this. Uh, yes. Of this bouncer, uh, he's an orc. Just yeah, a, check a, the list again, or do you need me to frag and read it for you? All right. First, whoop. Uh, he looks at you dubiously and then goes to check the list, and uh, he sees Steven Seagal on the list. Uh, As he is on every list. <laughs> <laughs> plus two. Uh, and looks at you again, looks at t- Boomer towering over him a little bit. He's, you know, he's an orc, but he's still shorter than Boomer. Uh, and then he's like, Steven Seagal, plus two. Go on in. Go on in, sir. Thank you, my good man. <laughs> and I go into the dragon's den. <laughs> I glare and slowly follow behind. I make a noise of disgust and shake my head as I walk past him. <laughs> uh, and some people in the front are like, hey, where are they going to go in? <laughs> <laughs> you idiots, do you not recognize Steven Seagal? <laughs> Just keep moving. cultured. <laughs> Um, you guys enter the dragon den uh, proper, and it has—it's um, not a hoard of gold, um, but it does have large, uh, uh, like medieval-style, like pillars um, in a vaulted ceiling, um, and uh, those uh, basically make the perimeter around uh, what is the dance floor in front of a very large stage. Um, and then there's several uh, with in between the pillars. There's like the pillars also work to hold up the balcony level, uh, where people can look through the archways uh, at the concert going on from the upstairs. Uh, there is a bar to your right and a merchandise table to your left. Um, it doesn't seem basically it's pretty sparse in here. There's only basically VIPs getting set up at like tables and stuff upstairs, uh, and a couple people hanging out downstairs at the bar. Um, obviously you guys were allowed a uh, preemptive entry before this show started. Um, so do you still have the comlink? I do. Um, is it sort of permanently unlocked or like we sort of know how to get in now? Sure. Yeah, it's permanently unlocked. Great. Um, can you pull up a recent picture on there? Uh, I do. That. I just send you a rec- the recent photo that she sent to us. It pops up on your air. Oh, right. I forgot she sent us a recent photo. <laughs> yeah. um, In case you forgot, I think it might be a duplicate. <laughs> uh, you look through, Mouse, you were looking through the uh, uh, sales, uh, the ticket sales. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ticket sales and... Um, that, that's, I mean, there's any, some cash sales. Any LeBlancs? No, there's no LeBlancs. <laughs> okay. Then I store that for later. I copy it, store it for later. And then um, can I have a, like a background? Can I have Kreflin run like a facial recognition of the, of, of the concert's uh, security feed? Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do a matrix perception test as you're scouring the uh, camera feed during the concert. Uh, and as you're zipping through, like fast forwarding and stopping, fast forwarding and stopping, zooming in, enhancing, um, uh, you, this concert looked awesome. It was a great concert. There's <laughs> lots of pyrotechnics. Uh, Freefall Phoenix puts on a good show. <laughs> I would you don't never ban Phoenix and not have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he actually the like the front man like uh, came in from behind the crowd, like flew over them on like a jetpack and like landed, and it was like a jetpack with flames blaring out of the back. It was good. They put on a good show. <laughs> oh, I'd heard about that. Seven. Seven hits on your matrix perception. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You you see uh, Victor LeBlanc 
Um, he's sitting there, uh, decked out in like black and leather. Um, he's got his, uh, he's, he's got blonde hair, just like his mom. It's all like faux hawked up. Oh, Um, he thinks he's a ganger. Uh, he actually is with a group of people who, uh, look less like people trying to be tough and actually like people who are tough. Right. Um, and you notice that it's basically, he's with four people Uh and all of them have, uh, either, patches on their jacket at some point or pins on their jacket somewhere with a six six okay um and one of them has a tattoo on his neck that is six six okay um so i uh cap their faces Mm -hmm. and then i will do a matrix search for that symbol yep That'll, that'll take you a decent amount of time. Yeah, Go I figured and, that would be the yeah, thing. That... Roll it up, and then I'll see what happens to the other people's. Uh, six. Six hits? Yeah. Six? Oh, my God. <laughs> six, six, six. Uh, no, um, so you're searching. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the re- resolution of that. Right now, you are uh, zipping around in the Matrix. Cool. Can I pop in Baby Monitor really quick? Yes. Um, so you pop in Baby Monitor. Yeah. Uh, you are at 18 right now for okay. your Overwatch score. Uh, do either of us recognize... Any of the faces or symbols? Uh, does anyone have gang knowledge? I do. Aha. Uh-huh. I do, or at least I know someone who does. Uh, anything that has to do with basically gang oh, knowledge do. or... All right, yeah. Gang knowledge or sprawl life. I'll allow sprawl life also. Sure. Uh, two. Two hits for Bumbles on gang knowledge. Uh I don't have gang knowledge per se, but I've worked with one and mm. I know someone from one. So that you know someone who has gang knowledge. Yes. <laughs> I have gang knowledge available to us. Yes. Uh, with two hits, Bumbles, uh, you don't recognize these symbols. You don't know of this gang. Um, sure. They don't seem to have tangoed with the red hot nukes, uh, to your knowledge. I'm going to contact my... I, I'm going to send some to my uh, contact. Um, sure. You can call up uh, my contact, who's a who's an officer with the Cutters, yes. or a gang, a local gang. His name is Ethan, <laughs> <laughs> and so I I send a quick message with some of the shots to Ethan. Hey, Ethan, I'm sorry to bother you. Do you recognize any of these men, or potentially what uh, group they're associated with? Uh, there's no response immediately, but. I mean, the message has been delivered, so... Uh, I send a follow-up text. Yes, and sorry to bother you. Please feel free to take a take a moment if you need. <laughs> uh, Thank let you me for call the favor. My, let me call my guy. Uh, so you guys are standing in the middle uh, of... I would uh, like to sort of lead us towards the bar. Uh, okay. <laughs> and discreetly let my fly spy out of my breast pocket. And have it just sort of, you know... Zip around. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll uh, your fly spies um, maneuvering. Uh, and yeah, you guys get to the bar. The bartender's like, what can I get you? Oh, yes. Um, drinks. Uh, I would have a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a human male uh, with jet black hair pulled back into a ponytail. Um, sleeveless, uh, uh, like leather uh, top um, tattoos all over the place. Yes, a, a drink. Yeah. What What can I get you? I'll have a oh, just a beer. All right, just a beer, just one one beer. What kind of beer? I don't know. Surprise me. Yeah, I'm not really picky. Yes, fucking tourists. Surprise me as well. Great. Yeah, three obscure beers coming up. <laughs> uh, 
What's uh, the what do you recommend, so my friend? The old one eye ale is uh, is a pretty good stout. Um, you say have old one eye. Yeah, I got old one eye. We want three of those. All right. Oh, a fresh. I want to take We're a fresh one eye. Often. <laughs> uh, that's a four for the fly spot. Yeah, hard it is to find that on tap. Yep. Uh, so he pours you three old one eyes. Uh, your fly spy is zipping around anywhere in particular you want it to go, or I don't know. I guess I'd sort of like to just get a lay of the land before I send it anywhere specific. Sure. Oh, great. Can it see if if Victor's here? Can have it take a look around. Fantastic. And I I tell my fly spy to look at all the faces. See if Victor <laughs> is here. Oh, or any of the or any, any of, the, of the people with the 66 tattoos. 66. Um, so yeah. Uh, Can I also call my fixer, see if he knows 66? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, contact Yama. Bring, 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 bring. Yes, Puma. Hey, mate. Uh, quick question. You recognize this gang symbol? It's uh, 66. We're uh, the Dragon's Den and Redmond. I don't know of it. Myself, I could make a few calls. Is this uh, in relation to the job I put you on? Yes. I'll see what I can do for you. I'll get back to All you. All right. I'll get you a drink. I'd like that very much. I'll see you soon. Later. Click. Uh, uh, text comes back uh, from uh, Ethan, your cutter's contact. He says um, he doesn't seem to know uh, any of those symbols. He's not really familiar with that. They don't really operate in Redmond too often. Um, they try to like, they, they like to deal with corpse more and like, uh, right. more business oriented things, not so much like the squalor of what Redmond. And so he's, he assumes it has something to do with that, but he's not familiar. Okay. I was hoping it was more of like a, the warriors situation where there's like one big meeting every year. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever these 66 people are, they, uh, they are not invited to that meeting. <laughs> damn shame. Um, so you had said earlier that, uh, through my, my gang knowledge, I knew that the red hot nukes did not have... Any interaction? With Not that you know of. Not that I know of. Yeah, you you don't remember anyone ever talking about people with sixes, right. and you I'll send I'll, you know send a send a message on the magnitude. Yeah, your red hot just, news contact. Yeah, just send him the, the photos and ask him if he's sure. if he knows who these folks are. I have a feeling these guys are pretty small time. Seems that way. It is rather especially odd. if they're taking on a court punk. Sure, it does mm. seem rather odd that no one knows about them. So uh, you send the message out. Um, he says he'll look into it. He'll get back to you. I do have browse it. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, so, uh, Mouse, uh, you've been sifting through the uh, Matrix trying to find local I've reports. I've learned a lot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> trying to find local reports about um, various uh, gangs. And uh, in this area, anything you can do that has to do with 66, um, you can't find anything. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. How many, how many hits did you feeling. get? Six. Yeah, you can't find anything. With <laughs> six hits? There's, there doesn't seem to be any reports uh, related to a gang with a, the markings of six and six. Oh, um. Hey, you three there. Come here. Have a, have a, a round of shots on me. A very nice looking uh, elf man uh, with a shaved head and lots of piercings. Um, is leaned up against the bar. Um, he's wearing an open collar, uh, half like business, half like party type suit. Um, it's a mullet suit. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, he's he's got a uh, he's got some tattoos uh, and um, 
some nice like like accessories. Uh, he's got a really really nice watch, um, and he's got a line of shots for you guys. All right, hello there. I'm oh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. You see, uh, I'm the owner of this here club, and uh, I make the VIP list. Right. Thank you so much for inviting me to your club. <laughs> you can cut the act, wise guy. Here, have a shot. And he uh, hands you each a shot and raises one up for himself. Uh, th- thank you. He Here, cheers uh, it. I, he shoots it. As as he shoots his, I'm my beer's probably pretty full at this point. I'm gonna quickly pour my shot into Boomer's half-empty beer. <laughs> um, roll a sleight of hand. What is what do they call it? Palming. Roll palming. Oh, palming. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Too much D and D. It's your agility minus one if you don't have any points in it. So that's a dice pool of one. Woo! Oh my god. <laughs> Our spritz are not quick. And it's a hit. <laughs> it's a hit. You got one hit. Um, yeah, I mean, you splash a little bit on, like, Boomer's hand, but... Uh, <laughs> but like, I do most... the same thing. <laughs> oh, you, you dump yours into your... <laughs> into I your would beer. like to, as we clink, just sort of awkwardly drop mine as <laughs> if I am clumsy. <laughs> so uh, he, he goes, oh, that's a shame, uh, and he reaches around the bar and pours you another drink. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I just, you know... I'm just clumsy like that. I best not drink more than I already have, which is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Roll con. Can I look this guy up since I know that he's like the owner of the club? Yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean, you find his name in the in the club, right? Uh, uh, Does he have any affiliations or something, anything like that? I'm going to assist him. I say, yes, Mr. Seagal has many public appearances to make. And he's a tough <laughs> well, he's not conning about being Seagal. He's, he's just, uh, oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three hits. Okay. Um, how many hits did you get on palming, Boomer? Four. Four? Yeah, Boomer, you just, you're like, it looks like you took that shot, but really it went into your beer. <laughs> That's four hits. Okay. So you can add three more to your con. Mm. No extra hits. No. So uh, he he's like, all right, suit yourself, and he sets the beer back or the the bottle back down, uh, shoots his drink, and uh, doesn't seem to notice the other drinks being dumped. Um, and you were looking him up. His name is uh, his name is Onyx, or at least that's what he's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does in fact own the club. Were you looking for anything else in particular? Uh, are there any f- affiliations or fishiness or anything? Anything that doesn't look while like looking through the, while looking through the host. I mean, uh, if you really, really want to like search through and like see if he cooks his books or something, you can roll a matrix search, uh, like those kind of things. But I mean, like, I just want to find out about him. Like, are you just doing a general? Deal? Like, so you're looking beyond the host? Yeah. Like, what's in the host? All right. So yeah, do a matrix search for me. And. Can I look for any sixty six tattoos on him? Uh, yeah, you don't have to roll a perception te- uh, a perception test for that. You don't see any uh, sixes on him. I mean, you just see a lot of tattoos, but they don't seem to have any significance. Unlike your tattoos. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just got. Three. For example, the tick marks on my arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So um, he shoots his drink. Uh, he <clears throat> sets it down. And he goes, "Why don't we uh, step into my office and have a chat?" Oh, um, well, we really p- probably should be going. 
fucking Look, thing. guys, I'm not going to bust your balls or anything. I actually have a proposition for you. I just don't want to talk about it in front of Leonard here. Right. I can see Leonard being an issue. Uh, the bartender says, <sighs> Okay, well, I, I suppose it, it couldn't hurt to hear him out. Right, let's, you know, I, I've got time to take a meeting, Jean. Right. Um, Mr. Seagal will see you now in your office. <laughs> <laughs> Becky and I had a mask. Keep an eye on the cameras for us. Yep, I'm already looking through the fly spy. <laughs> Are you? Ask next time. Uh, did I mention your fly spy did not find Victor anywhere? Uh, or anyone with, any, yeah, anyone with any sixes. Um, so uh, he puts, uh, uh, Onyx puts his arm around Bumble's. Uh, and guides you guys um, back behind the bar into a, a little hallway. It's like kind of a dingy hallway. All right, the fly spy follows behind. Uh, it's a little graffitied, uh, and um, uh, he leads you to the end of the hallway where there's this um, black leather door, like leather... Um, what? what are they called? Like the, like, the diamond. vinyl, whatever, the, that's no, it's like, like the on di- back alley. Like. It's like the diamond pattern of leather where it's, like, yeah. padded. Uh, and he uh, he opens it up and uh, leads you guys into his office. It's like a sleazy door. And Excuse me, sir. We simply do not just touch Mr. Seagal. <laughs> uh, he seems to pay you no mind as he guides you guys in, and that's where we'll end the session for today. Mm. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Tops Company Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Tops Company Incorporated, all rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.